Hello and welcome to another podcast with me. I'm Natasha Berda and today I'm going to chat a little bit about three things or people that I wish I had when I started my business. So I was chatting last night on Instagram with Yana Langford. Um, You should check her out. Her work is really beautiful. And she asked me what she asked me this question, like what are three things or people I wish I had when I started my business? And it was a little bit hard for me to answer because I feel like I had a lot of what I really needed in the early days of my business and I was able to start, you know, working with clients quite quickly. I would say like within the first few months I was moving into paid sessions with people and um, that is because I had these I mean, I can never stick to three. Of course, like I had four, but they're sort of like subsets of each other. And I would say, um, just in case you want to know, do I can I be bothered listening to the rest of this podcast um, or do I already know these three things because I'm totally nailing it? Um, and you might just agree. Uh, you know, I had colleagues and a reliable mentor and their system and consistency as my three, but also like a subset of the reliable system and mentor is and something that's become so clear to me now is like the courage to be vulnerable and to be my authentic self and you know I was just really confused for ages about what authentic meant and let's dive into it a bit more I mean the first thing I'm calling it colleagues but you know I had great friends who were already in business who I could just chat to for hours about all the challenges and also um, when things were going right, would have massive celebration with me and cheer me on. I would cheer them on, they would cheer me on, we were a total cheer squad team. Um, and also if we saw an opportunity for each other in social media, we would tag each other and just boost each other up. It was really beautiful to have that support it was absolutely vital for me and these women are all still in my life and um you know we still jam out and just talk for literally hours about business and yeah i i would not be able to be in business now without having those people because you know i can talk to my partner but he's got his whole own take on it or i could talk to my family i mean my sister's in business so she kind of gets parts of it and I could talk to my fam, my mom or whatever, but, you know, they don't really get it. It's like when you've got your women or whoever your people are in business and they're going through the same stuff, it's just gold to feel that seen and that understood. Yeah, I couldn't do it without them. It would be way too lonely. <laughs> and the other thing I did was I pretty much jumped straight into a group coaching program for my business where I was able to get support as well as a system to follow. So I could just get some runs on the board really early. So um, I was able to follow that system that had been a successful system for the woman who was running the program and I could just chomp my way through it. I didn't have to kind of reinvent the wheel and think, you know, think it all up on my own or do endless Google searches and get confused because there was heaps of noise. I was really just dedicated to this person's approach and just gave it a really good earnest try um 
The other thing about being part of a group coaching program, which is still true for me today, is all of the aligned new business relationships that I grow and nurture with other participants in the group program. So, you know, that in, it becomes an immediate source of potential new business friends and potential referral partners and cheer squads inside the group. I and mean, there's always heaps to gain from being in a community of like-minded people who are on the similar journey. It's just, you know, cracks through that aloneness and um, feeling really seen and understood. But I think the other thing around the vulnerability and authenticity piece, the other thing for me in the group program was that I was being coached. So I was showing up and being vulnerable. And I realised, you know, that whatever it is about my personality, the way I come across, people always think I've like super duper got my shit together. And I think it's also quite easy in content creation, like we're blogging or on social media, we're just trying to show our best selves. And we're trying to show everyone what a boss we are and flex and be like, look, this is how awesome I am and know all this stuff, as if that is going to really endear people to us and make them want to work with us because they're like, oh, yeah, she knows so much, she's so respectable. But what I really noticed is that whenever I'm really vulnerable, like in a group coaching session and now more so in my content, and I can just let my kind of weird ass, delicious, kooky self out of the, her box. People feel like they can really relate to me and they get really connected to me and I get really connected to them. Like they, we all just fall in love with each other. They fall in love with me. I fall in love with them. And, you know, you're just in that moment where you're really vulnerable. You're really um, in, in your stuff and people can really relate, you know, it's, those women from that group who saw me being coached who were some of my earliest clients and they could relate to me and my struggles and seeing me like that didn't actually diminish their respect for me or diminish their you know their kudos for my intelligence or you know the knowledge that and skills that I had it actually just deepened our relationship so now that I'm more courageous in my content and I just really let my self out of the box the same thing happens on Instagram and through these podcasts and my blog is that women just see and hear me and the ways that I'm just like them rather than me being separate from them and knowing more and you know like being an expert I know being an expert seems like an appealing thing but I actually find that there's something else going on that's more about relationship building and more about you know, a collegiate feeling like we're in this together. And yeah, you got some cool skills that I'm interested in, but you're not above me. We're together. We're not separate. I mean, I could pretty much just do a whole blog post clearly, um, or, uh, you know, podcast all about group coaching and maybe I will, um, and how good it is for your business. But this is just the last word from me for today is that this year I finally found a mentor whose teaching and methods just feel completely aligned for me and I can see how much I've progressed this year. And I would say it's really helpful. It's just so helpful to have a guide who's just a few steps ahead of you and who has a philosophical approach that sits right with you. As well as when you try the methods that they're espousing and teaching, that they actually work for you in your business. So, you know, I don't, I don't think you should just like jump straight on to a group program with someone just because you like their vibe. What I did with my current mentor is I did a couple of their courses first and then I was like, this is working. Like I love philosophically, intellectually, energetically, I love this approach. And then when I actually do these things 
that really work. <laughs> so I think it's great if you can do a couple of courses with them. And then if you find that the methods work, it's aligned, it's sensible, then maybe it would be a great idea to step into some more intensive, like whatever their next level up is. So with my mentor, he has courses, but then he has a one-year program. And like, I just hear myself even saying he, like that I'm even taking business advice from a guy. Like I did not think that was going to happen, but my mentor this year has been amazing. And I've had a mentor like every year of my business. I've always had someone who I can bounce ideas off and just kind of take emotional and spiritual support from that person so that's the end of the group program rant um the third and it doesn't have to be a group program it just has to be someone who's going to like help you take those next steps and the third thing um in terms of the three things or people that I wish I had is consistency so you know I still feel just so creeped out just hearing the word consistency. It just makes me want to rebel straight away. And I've had some chats with people about the word consistency in my Instagram. And I realize that not everybody's quite as creeped out about consistency as I am. It's obviously my own stuff. Um, but if you do feel some pushback around the word consistency, I just want you to know that you're not alone. Like I totally am with you there. And now that I just think about it a bit more deeply, I realize that the pushback is just against a set of mandates that's completely unsustainable for me in my life and my business. Things like post every day, be on this platform, be on that platform, and you have to make videos and it has to be like this. I'm like, ah, oh, like I don't have 40 to 60 hours a week to run my business. My business needs to fit in this little teeny bikini six hours a day while the kid's at school. And it was even less than that in the early days of my business because I was trying to squeeze my business in between mothering and finishing my degree while my partner built our house and finished his degree and our kids were one and two years old. So it was insane. I Honestly, any wonder I couldn't be consistent and I still just feel so much pushback against it. But also I can see now that you know, my own version of consistency is really juicy and it's the juice and the food of my business. And it's one thing that other women often comment on is like, oh my God, you're just like so consistent and they find it really inspiring. So, you know, maybe I'm tenacious, maybe I'm stubborn, maybe I'm determined, I don't know, or maybe just a bit of everything, or it could just be my Capricorn sun. I'm a bit ambitious or whatever it is. You know, I always notice that um, I have more consistent clients and more consistent potential clients when I'm creating content and showing up consistently in my business, like whether I like the word or not, like that's just how it is. So what do you think? What do you find? What are your three things that you wish you had when you were in business? I'd love to hear. And I hope you're having a beautiful day. If you've listened this far, um, you might want to jump on my newsletter. I know that's a really boring invite. I don't have any fancy bullshit thing that I'm going to give you as a secret gift and then send you a 20 email nurture sequence five times a day none of that just if you want to hear from me you can jump on the newsletter that's my offer <laughs> if you want free stuff there's heaps of free stuff there's the podcast and blog and social media so yeah I look forward to meeting you and chatting with you and seeing you soon Mwah. lots of love and bye for now